Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Mas. This is, of course, our instant react show. Uh, tonight, of course, New Mexico United went out to Segre Field in Leesburg, Virginia, and took home a 3-1 win over the uh, the hated Loudoun United after their 1-0 win a couple years ago. No, I didn't Loudoun. hate them. <laughs> I did not like their goalkeeper, and I did not like the rest. I, yeah, I, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, there it is, folks. My name, of course, is Seth Bidoff. Joining me this evening, we have Jacob Terrell, Baby Maggie, and special guest joining us again uh, for the first time this week, my son, Logan. Uh, yeah, there you go. Logan wanted to pop in and help out with the with the Instant React show tonight. So Maggie's uh, leaving. Maggie's Bye, leaving. Maggie. Okay. Bye, Maggie. So, uh, I mean, let's get right into it. We'll start with Logan tonight. Logan, uh, you know, we listened to a little bit of the game on the radio. We got to watch a little bit of the game here at home. Who to you stood out as a really good player tonight? Um, Moore was pretty good today. Moore was pretty good? I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, Jacob, what did you think of Santi's performance? Oh, solid. Uh, solid for sure. Um, he kind of kind of been the the story all season with him. He's He's putting in the effort getting in decent positions. Uh, he was integral in the, um, the first goal, uh, for sure. And uh, he's not going to show up on the score sheet or anything with it, but uh, I think those moments will be coming soon. Yeah. Great play there in the midfield by Santi to help create that first goal. He got an assist on, uh, on, on Beza, I believe, uh, yeah. Beza's yeah. goal. Yeah. I forgot about that. Sorry. Um, yeah. Played a great through ball, uh, for put Beza in great position. What do you think that's, is, it is that Santi does well, Logan? Mostly getting the ball to the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that he's uh, he's certainly been working on, something we've come to, to love about Santi and his time here with the club. Um, and it's something that, you know, it's, it's kind of coming along this season. You know, we've talked about it uh, off and on. Yeah. Who else? Is there anyone else that you thought played really well today? No, not really. Not really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfectly Okay. <laughs> Do you think uh, Alex Tambakas had a good game today? Yeah. Yeah, he did pretty good, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunate there at the end with the penalty. Um, and Jerry is kind of maybe here. I don't know. Uh, uh, he, David, was. Uh, he, he was. He will not be here for five minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, David Carl in the chat. David, hopefully you're doing well. Uh, awesome, awesome night for, for the lads in yellow. Um, I mean, Jacob, for you watching this match after what we talked about last night on the podcast – did you did, did did the guys show you what you needed to see tonight uh, on the road? Yeah, I think so. Um, the one thing that that uh, I've, I've noticed, um, especially this match, was you know, and and to an extent, the last match, you know, Zach has really preached about you know possession and building up out of the back, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the second game in a row that we've won. But it's also the second game in a row that we have lost the best the possession battle, which I'm perfectly fine with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were able to to counter like I have always thought we could counter. And so, seeing that kind of stuff, if if we can maybe get a little bit better in possession and be able to create some chances from from building out of the back, but being able to do that and counter like we have been the last two games is is going to be key to to being able to 
win every or not not win every match, but be in every match because there's going to be some matches that you know we just we have the possession, and we're going to have to be able to find a way to crack a low block and, and score goals in that too. But when you come out and and Loudon is a very high pressing team, uh, we were a very high pressing team the first oh I don't know thirty. 35 minutes of this game were pretty chaotic um, up until basically after that goal. And then it kind of settled down for a little bit, but um, Loudon was up on the front foot pressing high. We would give possession back to them, uh, settle into a block. They'd have to pass it back. We'd start pressing high. Um, it was, it was kind of all over the place, a couple half chances here and there until that opener. And, and so, at this point, I forgot what the question was. I just started rambling um, <laughs> because I'm known for that. Uh, at the end of the day, it was it was it was exactly what I maybe not exactly what I wanted to see. Um, right in getting a, a very iffy uh, red card to me, um, meaning he'll miss the next match, which happens to be in San Antonio is not fantastic, but um other than that, there was, I mean, that was, I i guess Raiden could, that was in Raiden's control. Technically, he couldn't have breathed on him, I guess. But um, uh, at the end of the day, what are you going to do there? We just, we move on. Um, so David said, from Zach, we're appealing the red card. I I could be wrong, but I, I believe I have heard uh I, I believe it was usl i could be maybe i'm mistaken at all but i i don't know if you can appeal a second yellow red card straight uh, reds you can a second yellow is, i believe the media yellows, i believe the media guide says second know. yellow is you can't um, yeah and that was a second yellow red not a, a straight red so yeah. um i don't think we'll be appealing or we'll be winning that maybe maybe there's something there i don't know uh, i can i can be hopeful um but that is that was definitely uh soft uh for sure so let, you know what let's just get that out of the way real quick we'll, we'll we'll start with the negative so we can talk about all the glorious goals that we did score uh and the good play that we did have it was a crap yellow um it, he the the Loudon player took a very heavy touch in my opinion he took a very heavy touch knew he wasn't going to be able to get to it and do anything with it he knew Ryden was coming up he slows down a hair right in grazes his arm maybe pulls the maybe has a, a his arm in front of the Loudon's arm just a little bit and then the Loudon guy just says oh I'm going down to see what happens here and and um you know if it was just a penalty I might not be as upset about it but with it being the penalty being a send or sending right in off right in missing the next game um it's it's bigger than just a a goal that made it three one instead of three nil, and because of that, it's it's just really hard to swallow, um, you know, a Solomon Asante type flop in the box to to draw a penalty there, and it's just that part does really suck. So I do want to correct what we said here a moment ago. Okay, uh, it does say within 24 hours after the completion of a match, a team may request a review of a red card or the second yellow card. Okay, good. If a player or staff receives two yellow cards in a match to rectify a case where a serious and obvious error has occurred. 
Now, in order to do this, the club, I believe there is a fee that the club has to pay in order to have that done. But uh, well, if, like if Zach says we're appealing the red card, then I'm assuming that yeah. that fee will be taken care of somehow. And, and we'll oh, see. Yeah. I just like the just like the Austin Yearwood red card. Yeah. A few years ago against Loudon. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, I'm not confident that we're going to get it overturned just because it's it seems pretty hard to get these things overturned. I have, you have seen some, but, um, and there, the problem is there is some contact. Mm -hmm. If there was no contact. Okay. But there is like the slightest bit of contact and, and I could definitely see them going, Hey, now there's contact. He went down. It is what it is. Uh, it stands, but, um, we'll see. I, I hope that, uh, yeah, see, uh, As David says, the league notoriously does not overturn many of these, uh, which is my thought there. Uh, but it is worth trying, especially going into San Antonio in 10 days. Um, and our center back, maybe not the deepest position <laughs> that we have on the roster. Um, as I believe we only have three like official center backs back there with Seymour, Ryden, and uh, Colonna. We have seen Hamilton, which you mentioned in the chat. You you expect to see Hamilton and, and Seymour back there, which wouldn't surprise me. But um, you take that out. I mean, it was 3 nothing at that time. You give them a goal. You give them an extra man for the final 10 minutes, um, and anything can kind of happen. Luckily, we dodged some bullets um, and, and made just enough plays to hold on to that two-goal lead and not let it get any closer than that. And... Um, it helped there at the end, a uh, miscue by Loudon, um, where they headed it out for a corner for us. Um, and then we were able to play that whole, uh, oh, I'm going to kick it to the big guy in the corner and we're going to kill time there and, and, and see this out that way. And then another kind of turnover by Loudon that led to a half chance that ended up going out for another corner uh, that ended up being the final kick of the match. So, um, overall great job defensively, um, and, and, and offensively being able to handle that loud and press and then, um, and out of possession, be able to, to win some turnovers and, and transition beautifully for three goals, uh, which, uh, you want to talk about the first one? Uh, well, before we get into that real quick, wouldn't it be great to have a guy like Timothy Zali right about now? Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. Which I yeah, mentioned uh, that that might be a precursor to another move, but that hasn't happened. So, um, yeah, that, that's a good point. It's a great point. Yeah, so uh, obviously Zali, we mentioned a, a couple weeks ago, he was loaned out uh, for the remainder of the season. So uh, maybe we can recall him before next Saturday. You know, uh, Maybe that's an option if uh, the, the suspension does be. not get over time. Um, but you talked yeah. about the press from Loudon. That's something that I was tweeting about uh, over on the 1017 The Team uh, Twitter page. And the press, you know, when Loudon was coming up really high and really forcing the effort, uh, forcing the issue on the Mexico United, you know, you played soccer a little bit. You know, yeah. when, the, when, the defend, when, the, when the opposing team's coming up at you like that, when they're putting all that pressure on you, what does that do, like, when you play it? Does it make you, like, worry? Does it make you, like, try to go faster than you normally would and kind of make mistakes? Or what do you think that the Mexico United was doing? Um, when I played, it kind of made me, like, feel more, like, confident. Mm-hmm. To, to get the ball. Okay. You so you think New Mexico United played uh, play confident against the press? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that's. I think in a lot of instances, it's a fair uh, 
that's a that's a fair way to look at how they played tonight. You know, they handled the press well, uh, they moved the ball around, and uh, they they found ways to work through it. Now, obviously, it was it was in a different manner than what we've seen teams do against us when we attempt to press. But I felt like you know the game plan that Zach and the guys had coming in. Um, you know, it really seemed to work well. I guess what Loudon was trying to do, especially when Loudon, Loudon even when Loudon was down three nil, like they continued to push the issue. We did. So, and, it, was, uh, it was. I, I laughed at the uh, the color commentator for questioning us pushing the issue, uh, even when we went up by two. He was like, "What are they doing?" And then we scored the third, and he kind of shut up about it for a little while until we gave up the goal, and then he was like, "These guys got to sit back." Yeah, but um, we've we. We've done that in that, and it hasn't always worked out well for us. So I think that third goal was huge for us to to be able to just put it away, which is something that we haven't really done. I mean, not just this season, but in, in, in a lot of seasons, getting that that third goal, three-goal lead just kind of eludes us. And a two-goal lead is great, um, but it, they also, you know, there's some stupid saying that says it's like the worst who knows is the hardest, most dangerous lead dangerous to protect lead, yeah. or whatever. Um, and so getting that third goal is, is something that, that we really have needed to do and, and being on the front foot that much, um, even going up two goals was, I, I thought really, really exciting to see. And, I mean, I, I don't even think that the goal that we gave up was necessarily because of that. Uh, we were yeah. just defending how we had been defending. They made a good run, um, and then a soft call, like we said. So it's really just uh, just just good to see them be out on the front foot that whole time. And it's something that you know one of the biggest complaints we've had, or at least I've had. I, I feel like the the podcast as a whole has kind of had this complaint is you know that intensity and that drive to go forward and and be on the front foot comes and goes and you'll see a game like this and then you'll see a game like rgv for the first 90 minutes where it's like we were allergic to the final third um and so to come out now two games in a row um and see that is is really what i wanted to see and and the fact that we had you know the fact that we actually come out on top three one is just kind of the icing on the cake i'd have been happy with with, I mean, I predicted one nothing. I'd have been happy with with two one. I actually wouldn't have been been happy with two nil or three nil, as as we talked about in the chat and me jinxing it. But um, I, I'm just glad we stayed on the front foot and and kept attacking there. Logan Jacob talked about the Mexico United being up by three goals. You know, and when you play sports, you know, when your when your team gets up ahead, does it does that help you play with more confidence as well? And do you think a big win like this? against an opposing team, you know, when United's away, they're all the way across the country right now. Do you think that gives them confidence going into the next game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to the point, yeah. my son is. <laughs> I, I I like that question. I like that answer. I'm a little nervous that we have this 10 day layoff after having two of our best games. Um, and I, and I kind of wish we'd have, we'd been able to just kind of keep going, even though, you know, we have had a pretty notorious or a pretty bad stretch of, schedule congestion here uh, with the open cup and then this Wednesday match this week. So uh, I do think we need a break um, for the legs and stuff. And, and uh, I'd rather it just be like a seven day normal break instead of this 10 day. But um, 
we'll see. I can always use that as an excuse if we go to San Antonio and get uh, get beat. Yeah, well, after their seven nil shellacking of uh, I believe it was Loudon or not Charleston. Loudon, Charleston last week. It's a very real possibility. Uh, I, I think we would like I would like to think that we play better than Charleston did in that match. But um, you know, you you look back at the way that we performed tonight. You look at you know the opening goal. Um, from uh, uh, I do apologize, Logan's Moreno, Moreno from Milano, Moreno tonight. Um, another really well worked goal. It, it really mm. was. Uh, you know, you see the ball come back across, come back across the face of the goal. You see Chris Weehan pull it down, square it back up, and in an instant, an area where you'd really like to see B shoot that ball. Mm. Um, but that last touch to square it back up and you know get Amando the opportunity there. You well, know, there were... I, I... go ahead. I said, I felt like Armando, you know, in the past, that's probably one that we might see him sky, even from that distance. But, yeah, you know, he, I don't, he played really well tonight. I was I was pretty confident in him, the way he's been playing uh, to finish that for sure. But that goal, I mean, it starts like way back in the back or way back, way back, like yeah. 10 seconds earlier with with some good pressing leading to a hot ball uh, that the Loudon uh, defender can't contained properly it has a heavy touch um santi's able to to jump on it right away no sorry wags is able to jump on it right away uh touch it over to santi uh santi's able to carry it forward the ball from santi to wags was a little little light needed to have a little more oomph on it but wags doesn't give up on it it bounces around we finally get that whole you know we talked about the the Monterey Bay goal last week, how it was, you know, ping ponged around and fell to a, a Monterey Bay player. Well, that's what happened here. It, you know, Loudon gets a touch. Wagner gets a touch. Loudon gets a touch, but it falls to Wagner again. Um, and he's able to, to find just like, I, there was that angle of basically sh- shooting the, or showing the, showing that from the corner and the window that Wags has to get that ball between the goalie and the back line to get it to that back post to, to Weehan is pretty small and he's able to get it past all them to Weehan. Um, it's a little hard for Weehan to, to collect, which is I think why we didn't see him shoot it. Um, you know, he does a good job collecting it, but it's, he doesn't, he doesn't get it in position to, to shoot the ball right away. And so he's, he's able to pick his head up. He reads the play. He does what Weehan does best with his, which is playmake and and sees Moreno right there unmarked um and with that defense all shifting over to Weehan he's able to to just tap it to Moreno who easily finds the back of the net I don't think he skies that one even when he's not playing good personally um he's just too close but um like it, it'd be hard to sky that one uh over the goal but just a beautiful play from you know four different names there we we see Weehan come in like he didn't miss a beat. I mean, he has two goals already this season, even though he's only played in like three games. Um, he gets the assist on that one. Um, he just he he really made an impact. And uh, now we see, so we we saw him and Wagner basically start up up top in the Hurst Dulling roles. And so we we have Dulling coming in and getting three assists in a match. We've got Hurst getting assists and goals in matches. We've got Weehan contributing we've got moreno contributing we got rivas with his fourth goal in four matches which we'll talk about here in a minute um santi's doing things that that aren't necessarily showing up on the score sheet even though he does get an assist tonight 
Um, and then Wagner, Wagner being the head of that spear up there, um, being in the right spot during the, in the press to get to that loose ball, um, making the good overlapping run. Don't not giving up on it, finding Weehan on the far post. I mean, just it's, it's probably my favorite goal of the season um for all those reasons and we had a couple good ones in this match that you could look at as as goals of the season um they're not bangers by any means but um just just really good well-worked team goals and that one to me was was the best of the night and it's what started us off logan so jacob's talking about one of our newer players alex wagner he's a young kid he's 18 years old okay. he went to school in santa fe so he's from new mexico and when taos. You, taos yeah um he uh when you see a younger guy like that someone who's he's only 10 years older than you like do you think that that's uh, a player that kids like you can look up to and learn from or you know you think that's a big deal that he's playing at such a young age um maybe like soccer players young as me could probably look up to him Mm so okay um, yeah, another great showing by by Alex Wagner. Uh, you, you know, again, you heard the you even heard the, the the commentary team talking about it. You know, mm. his work rate, the the effort that he's putting in. You know, listen to our guys on 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 the radio here. I mean, just everyone's talking about Alex Wagner. You know, and just the the just his work rate, his his work ethic. You know, and, and just seeing how well he moves across the pitch and how well he's doing against guys who've been in the league. You know, for mm. several years, and so. Um, yeah, you look at him, you look at, you know, Andres Robles getting some, some time. Yeah. Um, you know, th- these young kids are really going to start driving this team here. I think in the next you know couple years. And so this sure. is, and I don't know if you saw, but the, the U23 roster came out today, both mm-hmm. Legendary uh, boys are on there again. Mm-hmm. So uh, excited to see that excited to see, you know, uh, Gabe Legendary back, uh, in the black and yellow. So, I mean, the club's obviously doing something right here, you know, mm-hmm. local talent, local kids, uh, you know, Sergio Rivas picking up, you mentioned him picking up his fourth goal in four matches. I mean, Sergio is really coming on this season. And this is something that we've been waiting to see from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sergio um, Robles was key in that RGV comeback. Um, but going back to Wagner, uh, the announcer mentioned it. The announcer mentioned it before I saw it, which pissed me off. Cause I, I like to notice these things, but um, he, he had a fantastic run. Well, back up just there Loudon's back line was I don't know where they were on that second goal yeah so so the second goal is um a turnover off of a corner if I'm not mistaken um and and the basically the whole front five for United break forward and I don't know where anybody for Loudon is um but Santi dribbles it forward Alex makes a great diagonal run that mm-hmm. draws like the lone defender that's back there with him and leaves acres of space for three, not, not one, yeah. not two, <laughs> but three New Mexico United players for Santi to feed the ball to. Uh, and it Sergio, even though Sergio has scored three goals in the last three games, he very easily could have got a foot to it. And he made the right choice, the smart choice of letting it roll past him to Weehan, who mm-hmm. had a better angle and more space to operate. And Weehan does what Weehan does and elevates it over the keeper's right-hand side into the side netting. Um, and and so just a, atrocious defense by Loudon, but great awareness by Wagner to make that run, uh, great awareness for by Santi to make the pass, great awareness from Rivas to, to let that go through. 
and then a great finish by Weehan, which he's been known to do for four or five years now. So uh, another With really good goal. career goals. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I really, really just was super excited about the way we were able to attack. And, and too many times we've seen in those instances, uh, Moreno, for instance, I'm going to pick on him, even though he's been playing fantastic the last few games. I mentioned it in the Orange County game. Um, we had option, we had scenarios like that where we were able to be on the front foot and push the ball forward and have numbers. And too many times we would see an, a Moreno or a Rivas or uh, maybe even um, uh, for sure a couple times this year earlier, Santi, um, where they wouldn't get their head up in time to see the pass. Uh, maybe Rivas would have put a foot out thinking it was coming to him and and mess that up and we wouldn't end up even getting a shot off but with with the confidence that we're playing with after the last few home games and then the rgv comeback uh you take austin kind of throwing out the window they were just a better team that night um we were really playing with a lot of confidence and and that kind of breeds to me just the proper decision making uh when when you're confident that you're gonna let this rivas Rivas is confident he's going to let this ball go and Weehan's going to get on the end of it and finish it. Even though Weehan was just coming back, Rivas had the confidence in saying, hey, it's you, you got this, it's all yours. Um, and so seeing them mesh like that is is huge. And um, don't be surprised if I predict 4 nothing us over San Antonio, uh, depending on how I'm how how much I've had to drink that night. When we well, you have been called out by the, by, by the club's Twitter account. Um, oh, I did. Yeah, you got called out. So uh, thanks to our buddy Tom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for, for throwing it out there. You know, um, yeah. I, and Tom, I, I've been meaning to get back to you on Twitter. There, I actually was conservative this week and only predicted one nil. Uh, Earl and um, a lady that I don't know if I can name or not um, predicted three nil. Um, and so it, it wasn't me this time, but I don't worry. I, if our offense continues to play like this there, I will at some point, like when we play, I don't know, maybe when we play orange County again, uh, if they're still trash, uh, or Las Vegas, um, or Detroit city, Detroit city is probably the one I'll do. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will, I will, I might call a nine, nothing score line there and see. All right. Well, uh, we are, you know, running close to half an hour here. So I do want to ask uh, Logan, since Logan won't be with us next week. So Logan, right now, New Mexico United has not lost in their last four games, at least in in, in the USL Championship. Okay. Next Saturday, they play against San Antonio. What do you think is going to happen in that game? Do you think New Mexico United can pull out a win? Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hopefully. What? Hopefully. <laughs> All right. I kind of expected a question. Yeah, you expected a question there. Okay, good, because that's what I, I that's what I do. I try to ask questions of people and to keep the conversation going. So, what that's my answer is- too, Logan. By the way, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. What do you think the score might be next weekend? Um, five two. Five two. Five two. Okay, I love it. I love <laughs> Fantastic it. Yes. prediction. Yes. <laughs> if it's actually five two, I'm gonna be amazed. If it, yeah, yes. I, I, we would all be amazed if it was. Five if it's two. five two, you're coming on the pod every week now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll figure a way to make that work. Huh? I'm a futuristic person. You might be. You very well could be if you if you predict that scoreline. So that would be pretty cool. Um. But yeah, again, great night for New Mexico United picking up a win on the road. We talked about the the road form so far this season. Uh, glad to see them, you know, get out. And this, even though they started a little bit slow, they did pick it up. They and they played well. 
for the vast majority of the match. And, and so again, four matches unbeaten in the league. I think this is, you know, I, I think RGV might be, like you said, might be that real turning point. Um, and, and the club, I think we've got a really good slate of matches coming up. I think San Antonio is going to be a really good test next weekend, which obviously we'll talk more about on Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't have anything more to, to say tonight. Jacob, do you have any closing thoughts before you get us out of here? I just want to mention the third goal real quick. Cause yeah. I don't want to, uh, we, we mentioned Rivas scoring it. Um, I, I believe, I believe Rivas scored off a rebound last week or on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But um, again, Moreno with, with a heavy shot uh, similar to Saturday against Monterey Bay that um, keeper can't handle. Again, defense just kind of, there's like five Loudon guys just kind of standing there looking at it. Um, and Rivas is able to beat him to it, put it in the back of the net for his fourth goal in four matches uh, in USL play. Um, coincidentally enough, what else did you mention about those four matches? Unbeaten in those four matches. Mm-hmm. So um, when when Rivas and Mondo and Santi are playing well, we're going to be hard to beat because the the middle of the attack with Weehan, Dolling, Hurst, um, Wagner, they're going to be consistent. It's it's going to come down to that wing play and that, uh, you know, Rivas, that attacking mid behind Weehan or behind the other number nine or the false nine or the number 10, whatever you want to say. Uh, so, so Rivas in that eight position, um, it's going to come down to what those guys do. And when they're playing well, I think our offense is going to be really, really tough to keep out of the back of the net uh, week in, week out. So just want to shout out to everybody that contributed to the goals and make sure that Rivas and Moreno got their due there on that goal. And um, just uh, overall, great play, great, great showing going cross country uh, to... um, On the short rest. Yeah, uh, cross country on three days. and to come out and put up probably our best performance uh, in the attack, I would say, uh, just with how clinical we were and, and the confidence that we were playing with. I still think Monterey Bay was probably our better overall game. Um, but yeah, just just fantastic. And and uh, I'm, I'm a little bummed that we're not playing Saturday, but we'll be able to uh, enjoy the weekend and, and watch maybe watch some other teams and then come back on Tuesday, kind of touch on this game a little bit, maybe with Earl and then, and then look forward to San Antonio and uh, maybe mention some, some other games that we watched this weekend. We did move into playoff picture into the playoff above the playoff line. Uh, We knocked Phoenix out, which is always nice Uh, at the moment. We're sitting on 14 points through nine matches. That's equal with Oakland. Uh, We are two behind Colorado Springs and one or three behind San Antonio or San Diego. Uh, with a match in hand on both of those teams. So like I said, Saturday or Tuesday, yeah, like I said yesterday, I think that, you know, four through, you know, 10 is going to be real jumbled. And so getting three points on the road against an East Coast team is is huge for that. And and I'm just happy to be able to go to the standings and not see us at the bottom anymore. Yep, always a good thing to see. So, so yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Logan, I appreciate you, buddy. That was great having you on. Um, anytime you're, you're at your dad's, uh, convince him to keep to where you can stay up a little later and you can join us on the regular pod. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I can do that. No problem. Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's with this, he'll probably. Yeah. You yeah. might be able to figure it out. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Ah, Seth, anything else? You good? 
I'm I'm good, man. Just cool. I, I get just a fantastic night, you know, catching United and uh, you know picking up another three points. Yeah, and, and I, I, I want to shout out to Zach out, uh, Zach Zach crowd real quick, because um, I, I do think they, he's the the players are like uh, screw these guys. He, he we don't want him gone. We and they're starting to play harder for him and and pick up. We're seeing the the things that Zach has mentioned, other than like possession and building up out of the back. Uh, we've just seen those things kind of come around and, and, and ho- like I said, hopefully they continue. So uh, we'll, we'll get a, f- a weekend off of, of watching United, uh, but we will be back Tuesday. Like I said, at our normal time at nine uh, with or without Earl, we'll see. Um, and, and we'll talk about San Antonio and, and look forward to that. And so until then guys, uh, somos and um, let's go three points. It's great.